Howdy folks, welcome to Did You Pack Snacks, a family travel podcast. My name is Colin. And I'm Meg. And together we chat about all things high, all things low, all the long miles in between. But right now, we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. This is the best time of year. It really is. There's, there's no time, no other time except for my birthday that it's just fun all month. Agreed. I mean, but I feel the way that way about my birthday, not yeah. yours. No, we're birthday month people. Um, I fully embrace it, except I, it's been a drag. Our daughter, December is also her birthday. So December plus Christmas, it's a lot. We have a lot going on. And I just am kind of like everyone else. I feel like everyone else is like this too, that I just want to embrace the holidays. So we've just got things going on. We got things. Crafts to do, things to bake, movies to watch. I mean, I just, my, your parents just sent us some cookies and my mouth tastes like butterscotch blondie. Which might be our new favorite thing ever. It's up there with sticky toffee pudding. Like, it's, yeah, it's better than any cake, better than any pie. If you want to really love someone this Christmas, get them a Mrs. Fields butterscotch blondie. You're welcome. You're welcome. So we just got back from spending a month in Asia. And I mean, just got back. We Today's probably the first day that we didn't wake up at 3 a.m. due to jet lag. No. We, we are 6.45. On, yeah. We're back, everybody. <laughs> we're, so, we're back in our guest bedroom. <laughs> our, I mean, a studio. What was I saying? Uh, but yeah, we, we're back in the swing of things. We're back into that American... Uh, busyness. Yeah, and let's talk about some things because that journey home was something. Yeah. It was something. We're never doing that again. I never want to do that again. Lesson learned. And this is the lesson, everyone. We booked round trip tickets to Bali in order to see Malaysia, go on an adventure, all of those things. It was a positioning flight. It was a positioning flight and it was a good deal. And so in the moment of a good deal, you think, oh, a 15-hour flight, we got that. Right. But I think the reality of a 15-hour flight, don't get me wrong, the girls did amazing. Again, you're rounding down. It's 15.45. Okay, a 16-hour flight. The reality of that, the girls did amazing. It wasn't them that makes me want to reconsider this ever happening again. No. It's that I, it was a mental battle it's for the me. It's the people it's the around people. you. You are committed. The people behind you, in front of you, next to you. If you're not jiving with one of those people, too bad. No. And let's just say I'm try I want to I want to just explain my scenario. The the people behind me, they just were loud I mean, and a little bit sick and were like hawking loogies. Like it was that kind of like <laughs> I just wanted like I wanted to crawl into my seat and just die. All guards were down. All guard and then it was just anyway, all that to say, we don't have to talk about my plane partners, plane neighbors. Hawking loogies. Hawking loogies, but I, I do think that there's <laughs> there's a, a mental That's the weirdest phrase ever <laughs> and the grossest. Hawking, yeah, it's not that great. Um, but there is a mental challenge that happens when you are sitting in that seat and you know, this is my reality for 16 hours. Help. Right. I even tried to think about ways to get out of it because I watched a rom-com on one of our other flights yeah. where the guy got to move to first class because oh, his TV... What's, what's, what's it called? 
uh, um, um, it's on Netflix, Love at First Sight. I think it's Love at First Sight. Please watch it. It's starring Haley Lou Richardson. But um, he got to move seats from economy to first class, which, you know, this only is a rom-com. Only happens in a rom-com. But yeah. it's because his TV didn't come on. So he had to move no, seats. No, his seatbelt didn't work. Oh, his seatbelt didn't Spoiler work. Spoiler alert, his seatbelt didn't work. So I'm sitting there while the gentleman behind me is making all kinds of bodily function noises. And I'm thinking, how do I change my reality? How can Megan Mookery get yeah. out of this? Break and I your, thought, did you try I, to break your seat? I was like, well, maybe my maybe something won't work. Yeah. But everything worked. And so well, I just settled in. And I will say, the way that we're going to edit this is next time we go to Asia, we just want to do a layover in Europe. We want to do like a seven, eight hour flight. Yeah. Get off the plane or the Middle East. We want to go to Turkey. We want to go to Abu Dhabi, yeah. Dubai. Go somewhere, get off the plane. Oh. And then. Like and, two nights. Or even, I don't even care. It can just be a layover. Like just but, need to break just, it up. But just so my plane neighbors change. Right. So I'm only, I'm only mentally committed to my community for nine hours nine and hours. then I know it's going to change. We can do that. That's what I want to do or next time. Or the other addendum is if it's like too good of a flight deal, we said we wanted noise canceling headphones. Yeah, I, I did. I said, you're never getting me on a plane this long without. Right. And why don't I own them? I don't know. I, I, I think I might have even said before, honest, honestly, yeah. I think I've even said before they're unnecessary. I know, but now they are. They're not unnecessary. No, they, are, they are. They are an essential travel. In yeah. fact, I'd love for them to come under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> this is just letting you know what's on my mind. Uh, There's a lot of sales I mean, going on, from, Colin. Coming from Asia, I got home and I said, Megan, I just want a bidet for Christmas. A bidet. And <laughs> let's be honest, we both miss it. It's We already <laughs> ordered it, but it's doing that thing like... Where it says it's running late on Amazon. Oh, yeah. We might That's as well. the worst. That is the worst. So you want a bidet. I want noise-canceling headphones. A lot. Very big price disparity there. there so Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But we are home. It's great to be home. I will say when we finally, like, we drove from the airport to get here. We got through the door. And it just, I was, I will say this too. I'm going to brag on myself. Brag, brag, I, on, brag on November, Megan. I walked around and I was like, Dang, November Megan was stressed, but she did a dang good job because our house is decorated for Christmas. I immediately mm. went and plugged in that beautiful Christmas that tree. That was the first thing we did. And then I walked around. All the beds were made. Wow. The kitchen was clean. Yeah. I just walked around smiling because I had no memory I know, of, the, how, of that reality. But how quickly did we tear this place up? Well, we tore it up. But that initial moment of getting home to a clean house, I'm like, man, that's worth all the stress. That leaving and like feeling like, oh, there's a to-do list a mile long. I got to pack. I got to clean. I got to put up the tree. And I'm just like, man, November, Megan, I wish I could give you a hug. You did a great <laughs> job. You were you were beaming. Yeah. Um, well, today we don't really have an agenda. Spoiler alert. Um, we just wanted to kind of recap what has happened in 2023. A lot of good things. The lows the the numbers which is shocking this is like our year in review because this is going to be our last episode for 2023 womp, womp. we're going to take the next two or three weeks off to Yay. dream and plan and then we're coming back at you the first wednesday of, of january march. just kidding of march <laughs> no the first wednesday of january we'll be back so this is our year in review, our recap for yeah. everything that we've done this but year. But not like the boring kind. Not no. your not your church deacon meeting. This is like We've got fun. stories. Yes. Yeah. We're doing it in this fun way. So uh 
I'm just going to start with our year in numbers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, for a traveling family, you know, this is our thing, right? Our, our niche, as they say. Uh, we, I don't think it's a lot, but if you, you think about the effort it takes, we went to eight countries this year. That's a, that is a lot. <clears throat> it's a lot. I mean, our goal is to hit 50 countries. Uh, we went, we ended the year at 32. Wow. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. Right? We let's went, say it again. That's, that's a lot. A lot. <laughs> um, and let's list them out. We went to Mexico. We went to Ireland. It's debatable. People say Northern Ireland isn't one, but it I'm is. counting it. It's Northern Ireland. Uh, we went to the Netherlands. We went to Belgium. We then went to the Faroe Islands. We went to, no, we didn't, we're not counting Iceland. Well, because we've already we've been, been there. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Indonesia and Hong Kong. So that's a lot. That's a Let's say it again. again. That's, That's a lot. lot. Well, folks, um, and we learned a lot in those in all those countries. Um, and we learned a lot about flying in airplanes because we took 25 flights this year. That's wild. And when I say we, I mean, that's kids included. Livy, our little Livy that turned five this year, went on 25 flights. One Some of, of them. those. <laughs> no, two of them being 16 hours long. Right. Which is amazing. And let this be of assurance to you folks. Like our kids are not, they're not like gifted at traveling. No. You know, I will say like if you're nervous about bringing your kid on a plane, the problem is you. The problem is you. I mean, your kids are going to be fine uh, as long as you feed them. As long Well, that's a big like asterisk. Got to feed them. You got to feed them. You got to have things for them to do. Right. But they're fairly low maintenance. Yeah. Like they're not. They're well, especially not. the age of, of our kids. They right. just turned five and seven. Yeah. Like we're entering those years where it's just like they're kids. You know, that's completely different. I don't want to compare sure. to somebody traveling with toddlers. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know. But again, like even if you are going on with an infant, with a toddler, like, yes, like it, it may be challenging. But I feel like one of the biggest hurdles is the parent. It is true. Like yeah. your own, the things that you're stressed about, your expectations. Right. Yeah, those things are harder to navigate. Anyways, parents, if you are traveling this Christmas, do not forget about yourself. Put on that oxygen mask before helping others. Yeah, make sure you pack yourself snacks. Make sure you've got things for you to do. One of the things that I'm terrible at downloading shows is downloading shows for myself i'm like such a mom i'm like megan you better download shows and and i got better at it at at this trip because we went on like 12 flights just in the last month but we downloaded all the netflix christmas movies gosh (laughs) it's so good they're such an easy watch but Um, yeah making sure that you have something for you to do that you're gonna have a good headspace going into the flight that makes a big difference yep um, yeah, if you need recommendations, uh, Love at First Sight was good. Catering Christmas was kind of simple, but good. Did you watch anything else? I don't remember. They all sound like Love at Christmas, Stealing Kiss at Christmas. Like, the I don't, Christmas I don't know. Inn, yeah. I don't know the rest of the names. Anyways, uh, we went on 25 flights. We went on five rental cars. Okay. Which I love. I love renting a car, and we're going to get into this later, but I think in 2024, we're going to focus more on like things that we love. And I think road trips is going to be, you, you're going to hear us talk more about that. Yeah, I think road trips are where we thrive. Okay, this is the most impressive number. We stayed in 30 hotels slash Airbnbs. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of places. Check in and check out 30 times. I wonder how many of those you got for free. Uh, I would say 50%. 
Yeah. Yeah, 50% with thanks to points and miles. Uh, but yeah, a lot of that, especially from our month in Asia. But yeah, 30 hotels in That's Airbnb. amazing. I think one of my favorite things about staying in a hotel is we have this rhythm now. Like, you know, there's four of us in our family currently. And so we um, have an adult and a kid in each bed. Mm -hmm. And just like when we open the hotel door, it's like the girls run in, they get so excited to go and look at the bathroom and look at the view. And then we just have assumed this natural role of, right, this is our bed, this is your bed. I guess it's just sweet to me that they're not, it's normal. Yeah, they're not phased. It's It's really, it's really normal. They're like, oh, this is where we're sleeping for the next night or three. And they're just comfortable and i love yeah. that i mean they see it as a, a sleepover mm-hmm. and so it's fun we like it and if we're too tired we'll get room service mm-hmm. you know we've learned we've learned some things <laughs> we're not only room service but we're so bougie now that we'll get in there count pillows and immediately call the front desk hey could you bring a couple extra pillows up to our room maybe an extra blanket yes, yes. we're just so needy I now mean, right away and and i learned this past trip that like not all hotels are equal. We all know that. But then there's an extra level of like hotel category when you walk in and next on your nightstand, there is a pillow menu. In mm. several hotels that we went to this past trip had that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is next level. Which for anyone that's never seen a pillow menu, it just has to do with the the weight, the softness yeah. or firmness of the pillow. Yeah, so like the last one I ordered, I wanted two memory foam pillows for the head. I ordered a body pillow or you can get a, a down uh, feather pillow or just a down pillow, like all these kinds of pillows. Pillows, great pillows. <laughs> um, this is an interesting one. I had four phone numbers this year. Wow, look yeah. at that. And, you know, I we usually just go like with roaming or like I just turn on my data and like, not think about it because it's too like it's another thing to get data in when i'm overseas we've always had 2g speed which is enough for google maps and that has always like worked but then i just felt like this year we had to step it up Mm -hmm. and i gave it a try and i'm never going back i'm always getting a new number i don't care if my phone turns green for all my friends at home i don't care (laughs) I need the data. I need Google Maps. I need to have Spotify when we're in the rental car. Like, it makes a difference. Which is also one of those things that we would recommend doing right when you arrive at your new destination. Like, oh, yeah. You know, you have that temptation just to get your stuff and get out of the airport. But it's always a good idea to maybe hang back and get some money exchanged, pull out some cash. Because some in some places, paying a taxi with cash is like really your only option. Or just yeah. to have some on you. Yeah. That's also where you can get a local SIM card is right. in the airport before yeah. you leave. So and they're not expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, I've spent... Like $20 to $25 is what I would spend uh, in like European countries. In Asia, it was like seven bucks and I had data for like three weeks. So, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Okay, this is a fun one. We had five wild animal sightings and like charismatic animals. So first we saw the largest puffin colony in the world. I thought it was just Iceland. And then when I went back and I was editing, it w- it's the world. That's amazing. And so it that was, was amazing. Yeah, that was really, really cool. Highly recommended. If you ever go into Iceland, do not skip out on the Puffin Colony. We'll tell you all about it. Just DM us. Uh, next one, we saw the bottlenose whale in Fair Islands. We saw three of them. They were super friendly, did some tricks for us. 
It was amazing. Uh, we saw I Swam with Turtles, Char and I did, in Mexico, which was so cool that, like, uh, it's, like, uh, almost guaranteed that if you go to this bay, you're going to swim with them. Right. Yeah. Anyways, that was cool. We saw lots of baby sheep. Which in... is funny that this made the epic list. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's epic. But they were baby sheep in Ireland. Right. That maybe adds to, like... The yeah. charm. Yeah. So, like, go in, like, March. Go in April. That's, like, the baby sheep season. Uh, it's a little muddy, you know, maybe a little little gloomy, but, you know, get the right clothes and snuggle those baby sheep. This is an honorable mention, but we did see an Arctic fox in a random park in Reykjavik, Iceland. Yeah. So, not in the wild. Not in the wild. But it was cool to see up close. Right. And these foxes change colors, brown and then in the winter they're white anyways that's really cool those animals were exciting i do think that i have some goals for 2024 okay of animals that i want to see like what like i i mean maybe it won't happen next year but in the next two years i really want to go back on like a proper safari yeah and see like because well i think we need to go to africa in general yes charlotte's actually begging to go to africa yes she wants to go and so i i think it would be fun to go there and I think seeing those animals in the wild with the ages of our kids now, because we brought Charlotte when she was a baby. Yeah. She didn't care. Why did we do that? I mean, it's still worth we it. We did it for us. Yeah, we did but, it for us. But now I think it would be so epic. Like, I think that list is incredible. Honestly, my favorite yeah. was seeing all the puffins. That was just magical. Yeah, that was. But I do think there's something just so epic about seeing the African wild animals. Yeah. And so I would love to take the kids on safari. So that's on my dream yeah, list. So any, you know, safari expedition, any safari lodge out there, preferably with a pool, uh, with giraffes coming in, you know, at sunset. Uh, if y'all want to work with us, just send us an email. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to go to somewhere in Africa. I want to go to Madagascar. Oh, that would be cool. It's the only place where you can see wild lemurs and they have those cool trees. There's, there's lots of things to go. There's lots, lots of places of things. to go. Lots of things yeah. to see. Um, okay. I heard someone said that, you know, sometimes if you don't celebrate it, you're just going to miss it. Mm-hmm. I totally butchered that quote, but you get the idea. And this is one of those things where like Colin and Meg as a channel, as a podcast, uh, as an Instagram account, like, you know, these are, these are kind of just some fun things that I just wanted to celebrate. Okay. You know? Like put like a little marker in. So yeah. these are the things we can be proud of. And, and to all you people that listen to this podcast, this one is for you because we would not be doing this w- if people weren't listening and yeah. telling us that they listen, uh, messaging us funny stories, chiming in. And we want to see, definitely want to see more of that. But our little podcast that I thought was only going to be six episodes and that was going to be season one, boom, a fun experiment. We are now, you know, going on 20 something episodes, close to 30. And I just want to celebrate that when we got to episode 25 a couple of weeks ago, we had hit 10,000 plays. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just picture all those people. If we were in a room and we had, and I think that amounted to like 400 people listening every single week. Yeah. And I just put myself in a room 
in our in our guest bedroom <laughs> and, there's four, and there's 400 people here like that is incredible so thank you thank you thank you thank you so so much for listening yeah this is our favorite thing that we do it's my favorite thing maybe i shouldn't speak for you no it's mine i mean the other things that we do the videos and the photos and working with brands i love all of that but this feels the most authentically us because we're not working for anyone else we're working for ourselves. We can share our opinions from our personal experience. There's no ads. We're not making any money yeah. yet. 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 <laughs> just, yet. It just feels like the most authentic version of us, you yeah. know, kind of unfiltered, our real, real. And I, I love it so much. And I love getting to do it with you. Like, yeah. I just think it's the most fun yeah. thing that we get to do this together. We plan out the podcast over lunch and then we hop on over to the studio. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, 10,000 plays. I don't know what 2024 will bring, but yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll be able to do a live show. Maybe I want to see like guests calling in or sending more burning questions. Yeah, we have a lot of dreams and that's why we want to take the next couple weeks off is because we really want to come back in 2024 with some more of those dreams becoming a reality for what these episodes can look like. But also, if you have an idea or if there are certain things that we talk about that you love, Mm. it would mean the world if you shot us a message and let us know what you wanted to hear more of as we're planning out for the next year. Yeah. And on that note, send don't forget those apple podcast reviews and follows on spotify that really really helps uh the next one is our little youtube channel i want to just round up to a million but i can't but we hit nine hundred thousand views that's a lot and you know i would say i love our videos it's like uh the you know it's like a family treasure like in 10 years i'll be watching that boohoo crying all by myself send me a box of kleenexes but you know, for that, for those videos to make 900,000 views, um, it, it says a, it says a lot, I guess, about the longevity of these videos, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, just want to celebrate that. Another thing we're celebrating is our four like partnerships. I would say they were our bigger partnerships this year, yeah. which was Dollywood, World Nomads, REI, and Visit Faroe Islands. I know. Shout out to Dollywood. Just for believing in us, inviting us to partner together and make content. I mean, one, we wouldn't be a business without partnerships. But two, it's always fun to connect with other companies and organizations that we just naturally love. Like who would not want to work with Dollywood, World Nomads, REI, Visit Faroe Islands? Yeah. Okay, next one, which is a unexpected one. But we, our photos were featured in a book. A traveling book, bucket list things to do with your family. I'm probably, I'm not even saying the title right, but our photos made it onto the book and it's just, uh, it's cool to, we'll leave the link in the description below, but to have these photos in a book on a coffee table, it's just, you know, the world needs more tangible things and this is just one of those. Okay, and our last one, this This is is the best one. Kind of hilarious. We got a couple messages from people that said they saw us on HGTV and I was like, well, can you please record it? Like, (laughs) I don't know that I'm on HGTV. And basically a photo that we've sold to like a stock photo company. Shout out to Unsplash. Shout out to Unsplash was used in this commercial for a... It was called Skylight Frames. Skylight Frames. So you'll have to be on the lookout 
if you see a skylight frame commercial, you'll see me and the girls pop up. It made me laugh so hard oh, man. because a few people reached out and I was like, what are you talking about? And then they sent it to us and I just died laughing. The, the, the ad starts off with like, I always have the hardest time finding a perfect gift for mom. And there's a lady just there, ah, frustrated. And then she opens up a skylight frame and then boom, there's a picture of Megan and the girls. And then they're like, <laughs> Hallmark Hi. hugging, like, wow, this is the best gift ever. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's move on. That was fun to celebrate. I'm proud of us. Yay, round of applause. I really am proud of us because, you know, I think that it's easy. Yeah, I'm going to get serious for a second. But I do think that it's easy to have a big goal, right? You want to start a business. You want to write a book. You want to whatever, insert your goal here. And it's easy to see other people maybe reach that goal in a different way, maybe faster, maybe yeah. slower. Yeah. Maybe they did it in a way that's different from how you're doing it. And it's just easy to feel discouraged and to stop trying. Yeah. And I think I'm the most proud of us because we have figured out just like our voice and just found the things that we love about what we do. And we've just committed to keep going. And all of these things that we're celebrating and the things that we've become like even mildly successful in, it's because we didn't give up. You know, there are so many opportunities and so many nights that I'm like, let's just throw in the towel. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's yeah. just be done. Yeah. And I think just that like you pulling that out of me to say, let's just keep going. Like we're only going to succeed if we keep going and we yeah. keep putting effort towards this. So I think I'm the most proud of that. Just not giving up and continuing to put effort into something that brings us joy yeah. and that, yeah, that we get to do together as a family. I think that's really yeah. powerful. And I want to say too, to like, we don't really have like a succinct way to say like why we do what we do. Um, a, of course we want to like provide a, provide for our family. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to have a family business. That's of course like one of our goals, but you know, a thing that we also want to do is like we want to flood this world with like content that is wholesome, that is good, that has meaning. You know, I think over time, like we we want to have this overarching narrative of like the world uh, can is is and can be a good place. The world can be your kid's playground and your classroom. It can be a way for families to make memories together. You know, you, when you're sitting around the table, you can talk about the people you met, the things you did, uh, the jokes that you guys have created. Like, these are all good things. And I want to see more bridges built between cultures. You know, a big reason why we went to Hong Kong and Bali was to take our kids to Asia where life is done completely upside down. And I wanted, I just wanted to see like their eyes get big, their brains expand, their hearts, you know, grow bigger to fit more people in, to relate to more people. And I want this for other families as well. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. How do you put that into one sentence? I don't know. But that is at the heart of what we do. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And I agree. Wow. Colin wow. for president. Let's go. And now we will talk about some of the lessons we learned in travel that are hard, good, funny, maybe minor, but, you know, things we just learned that we're going to keep tweaking to make travel better. And then by learning all these things, we have to share with you. Megan, take it away. I will say one thing that we learned is I do love a good, like, 18, 20-day trip. 
Hmm. Like when we went to Mexico at the beginning of the year and we kind of rooted in one place and we took adventures on the weekends so that you could hold like work hours during the week and we could do homeschool. Yeah. I felt like that was such a, I think we were there 18 days. Yep. And I feel like that was such a good amount of time. You know, I, we got back and I didn't feel like we'd missed out on too much here. But then while we were there, I felt like we got to go to the same restaurant more than once. Yeah. We got to visit the same beach more than once. And that just really felt like we got to experience a place, you know, not being full-time travelers right now. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that amount of time was kind of a sweet spot where when we just went to Asia, we were gone for closer to 30 days. And that felt like, though I loved everything that we did, and obviously that takes so much more effort to get to that side of the world, mm. that you want to squeeze out as many days as you can. I felt like 30 days was like a hair too long. Okay. You know, maybe like 20, maybe 24. <laughs> okay. Maybe yeah. 24. That's but a sweet I, spot. I just think learning, you know, what feels good in terms of lengths of these trips was yeah. something was something that I learned. What about like shorter than that? Because some people can't do 18. Well, I mean, if you just go on a week trip, I would say that try to zero in on like one country or one destination. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's definitely I would never tell somebody, oh, you're not you can't go for two weeks and you shouldn't go. No, yeah. most definitely go. But just try to build your itinerary in a way that you can truly experience the place that you're visiting. Yeah. Rather than trying to squeeze in like layover trips and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, w I wouldn't do that in a, in even a though even trip. though we do that 90 percent of the time yeah <laughs> i mean i agree with you i want to like crush this like notion that when you're at a place you have to see everything yeah and you have to do everything like you're going to scotland well you got to go do this 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 this, and see all of this and all of those places are like a four-hour drive away from maybe where you're initially staying yeah. i do think social media does put this pressure yeah. that if you visit a country you have to do the entire checklist yeah and i do think that that can make you miss out yeah. on the things that you really want to do and and we do that because you know we also see this as work so sometimes we do make that extra drive uh, but we learn that when we do make decisions like that, we try to like have as much buffer. Mm -hmm. You know, we have some rest days or some down days, some slow mornings. Uh, but I would just say like the thing that makes a trip memorable, like the when you try to squeeze out the essence of the time, like we were in Bali for six days and the best time I had was the 30 minutes in the rice field talking to the lady that you know worked there and like because it was like it wasn't on the agenda mm -mm. it was like we didn't say let's go meet a local like but when you do like just calm down and yeah. slow down and just enjoy like what is like literally in front of you and it'll almost be like the best thing from the trip. Yeah. You know? Um, another thing we learned, which we already hit on, is that we're going to limit 14, 15, 16 hour flights for the near future for the sake of that's us. A, that's a high limit, Megan. For the sake of my <laughs> sanity. Yeah. And, and health. And, and health. the amount of germs. You know? Gosh. I mean, I will say, ever since the pandemic, when I get on a plane and the person behind me, is coughing it does kind of make me feel like oh man like yeah. i'm bummed i mean and, and you did just, you did move seats one time this whole okay trip. we were on an air asia flight and we were sitting in the front row 
not 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 to discredit Air Asia. No, I mean they have no control yeah. over who their customers it's are. It's a food court on the plane. But this gentleman, I saw him, I saw him before we boarded, and he looked a little bit like discolored, like pale and real sweaty. Yeah. Have you and, ever seen an Asian pale? Never. Okay. Right. But just that feeling that that look and that feeling that you have, like when you properly have the flu, you're yeah. a little bit clammy and whatever. He was clammy. He was clammy. That's and the he word. Was, he was coughing, blowing his nose. His eyes looked watery. And I was like, that man is sick. He's clammy. Well, wouldn't you know it that he sat right behind us on the <laughs> plane. And here I am trying to keep my little girls healthy. And he's just coughing. He was wearing a mask. I will say that. But then he kept taking the mask off to cough or blow his nose. And there were just so many noises, right, I think you guys. we can move on. I know. Okay. I'm feeling clammy. So then I just, we moved. We moved to the back row of the plane. Because we were in I, row one. I just needed space from that gentleman. Yeah. And, you know, call okay. me crazy. But 14-hour flights, we're not going to do them. Okay. Shorter flights, shorter layovers. Like, we're just going to be, like, we up, we're going to up the bougie. We're going to up. We're, we're going to be a little more on selective. On travel days. Yes. You know? And then... Can I just add on to that? Speaking of bougie, like, don't you just love lounge access? I do. Did I convert you this year? Internationally, I love it. Yes. Stateside, it's not worth it. No, it's a little tricky. In my tricky. opinion. Unless you're at certain airports, like, you know. Dallas. Dallas. You're in Dallas or LA. Dallas. Or Denver. Or, like, you know, certain ones. Yeah, certain ones. You got to be really specific. And if you have specific credit cards. But internationally... Like the options are wide open and I think I converted you. Yeah, I had a great time at lounges on this trip. Okay, great. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we are going to have a better emphasis on road trips in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like we've talked, like if you heard all our episodes in the past, every single episode, we probably mentioned once or twice that we love road trips and that we don't love cities. And this morning, as I was preparing for this podcast, I said, why don't we just like do that more? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go to places where we can get in a car uh, and we can like, because sometimes, you know, traveling with kids, you just need to stop at the grocery store. Yeah. You need to stop at a gas station. You need to boost the morale or like you, you don't want to rely on a tour company. You want to get there at sunrise or you want to get there at sunset and stay as late as you want because your kids are playing with mud and rocks and sand. And you're like, I don't mind this car getting dirty. You know, there's snacks all over the car and renting a car, road trips, that to me is travel magic. And I wanna do more of that. I wanna rely less on like public transportation, yeah. even though it's a great thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I can see more road trips next year. Yeah. And then I also think another thing that we learned is that healthcare is everywhere. Say that again. Healthcare, healthcare is, is everywhere. everywhere. Just, I shared on our last podcast, but you know, we've had some experiences where we've had to take our kids to hospitals while we're traveling. And so now anytime they get a little bit sick, my mom radar just goes high. And I just tell myself this thought that they only can become well in the US. And that seems really silly for me to say out loud. And everyone's probably like, Megan, people live like everywhere in the world. Of course, there's access to healthcare everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I just think in my mom protective brain, it's something that I have to keep reminding myself. And then our experience on this trip is the girls did get a cold. 
And I did take them to the doctor and the doctor had everything that they needed. FDA approved too. And the girls are fine. And so, you know, I just, I think that narrative, especially for me, is just something that I have to just, you know, call out of myself and remind myself and just sharing with you that granted, I know that there are specific things and illnesses or medications that are specific to the U.S. that maybe do hinder travel for some people. Sure, yeah. But speaking from a family whose kids are generally healthy, yeah, um, it, it's just a good reminder to me that they can get what they need even when we're not home. Yeah, well, I think to, you know, not to discredit you, but I feel like you can separate like healthcare and like bedside manners. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like comfort. Like, will it be more comfortable in America to get your points across and have stronger communication, yes. But you know, is it possible somewhere else? Yes, it probably. Just, it just might be a different, a little more work, maybe. Yeah. Or 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 if it's not there, you can still rely on healthcare and medication. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and so like at least that side of things, it's taken care of. Yeah. <sighs> that was a lot. We've yeah. learned a lot. We've done a lot. This year has been great. And I'm, and what are you excited for 2024? I don't know. I kind of want to keep a lot of it like to ourselves. Yeah. Because we're still mapping it out. We're still dreaming it up. Right. I do think there are going to be some surprises in there oh, that people oh. aren't expecting. And it's not a new tattoo. <laughs> or a puppy. Or a puppy. <laughs> Gosh, why, why definitely we, not a puppy. I don't think anybody would be surprised if we... Yeah. Got a puppy? No, or I Or a just, tattoo? No, I... Just, I <laughs> You don't want me to get a tattoo? I mean that why would those updates be on our travel podcast? Hey, the people want to know. I will say that tomorrow Colin gets his blue passport, you guys. He swears in to be an American citizen by the time tomorrow. You listen, yeah, by the time you listen to this podcast. It's already happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be an uh, American. I Soy de Estados it. Unidos. Yeah. Yeah. Was Megoran. So you spoke Spanish and Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. Anything else you want to throw in there? No. Nope. Honorary Malay. Uh, saya uh, berasal dari Malaysia, tapi sekarang saya warga negara Amerika. It's going to be a good day. So anyway, that's another thing that we can celebrate. Ending the year with four blue passports. Travel will never look the same. Wow. Because Colin gets pulled aside at every airport. He gets like... Yeah. Every check-in... <laughs> Checking at the kiosk, forget about it. Yeah, they don't, forget take, his, about they don't take his passport. Anyway, 2024 is going to be full of a lot of things. I'm crazy excited about it. Yeah. And we're excited to take you along for the journey. I will say this. We said that we want to go on trips and experiences that we know we're going to love. Yeah. You know, we're not just going to go to a random city just to check it off the list because or because someone said it was great. Like... You know, you'll you get, expect more of things that Colin and Meg loves. And I hope that we can convince you that it's a great thing. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but with all that said, still, don't forget to pack snacks. Yeah. Have a Merry Christmas. The best end of your year. Do all of the traditions. Butterscotch blondie. And don't forget about us. Circle back in January with the new podcast. We'll see you there. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.